Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News. Good morning, stranger. Good morning, stranger. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Now that you've me that little Tay Tay G up yes. on a Friday morning. So we are, of course, talking to Max Stankamp from the Shepparton News, but for various reasons, he and I haven't had a chat for a little while. You've been very busy with uh, pre-election news. Yes, yes, there's been a lot of that, um, shockingly, with the election <laughs> tomorrow. So a lot of people have pre-voted, but it's still the big do, day. Do you have a sense of how many people have pre-voted? Um, the figure from Wednesday night, so the, the figure from Thursday night wasn't out when I looked yesterday, but it was about 15,000 people. What's that roughly Britain? percentage-wise? Oh, 20. Okay, no, so, I, I so significant, but possibly not as much as they might have thought. No, I, I don't know what the figure is off the top of my head, but it's um, yeah. in terms of the, the whole electorate figure, but it's, um, yeah, I thought it'd be a bit higher. And you did a column during the week saying we'd had an uninspiring campaign, so yes. maybe that's why. Maybe, maybe, oh, maybe everyone's hanging out for the, the democracy sausage on a Saturday. <laughs> um, maybe that's what people are hanging out for, and that's the only reason they can justify getting out of bed and, and heading down and having a vote. So when you said it was an uninspiring campaign, you didn't really mean that as a reflection on the candidates. It was more voter engagement. Yeah, it was kind of um, a bit of voter engagement, but also kind of we haven't had the, the lofty ideals that we've had in you know in previous elections where you know we've really been charting a new direction for Shepparton, um, despite having you know three main candidates who you know are very strong, intelligent, um, you know great great candidates. They haven't really pitched an idea for Shepparton that's that's really inspiring or new or fresh. Is that because we're already heading in the right direction, maybe? But maybe that is. Maybe that is <laughs> us in the right direction. <laughs> I'd like direction. to think so. And it's just me, you know, maybe wanting something. What would you more. like, Max? Would you like, I don't know, a big, uh, uh, let's make the tower, you know, let's have a bridge like a bridge climb on the tower, the, the Telstra Tower or something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure. I don't think it necessarily needs to be a, you know, this is a thing we have to do, but just talking about what, you know, we what, what we want Shepparton to become and where, you know, where we see Shepparton in, you know, 10 years, let alone, you know, not just kind of we want to build this, this, you know, want to build, because they've, they've all supported the same things. How they want to go about getting them is the, the point of contention if it's, you know, voting in the coalition and then, um, you know, they, they can back all their funding or, or we vote in Susanna Sheed again and, you know, she she lobbies for it. Um, you know, the effectiveness of, of either which way has been the, the main point of contention. But they're, yes. all, they're all kind of supporting the same things. But, hmm. um, you know, by and large, but, you know, how they get it is more the difference, which I, know, I just kind of wanted a bit more. Um, Argy-bargy. Uh, not so much argy-bargy, <laughs> but just kind of, you know, ideals and... You know things like that. So we we had a, a big lift out in today's paper. If you haven't voted, you haven't been following the the campaign at all. There's a 12 page lift out in today's paper of you know who's running, what they stand for, how did what the hell the upper house looks like, and yeah. how you you tackle that. We can't forget the upper house. We can't forget the big ballot paper. No, it's not as big as I thought it would be okay. um, when I voted last week. It's not as big as the the one we had in May, but it's still still a lot to take in and a lot to look at. Um, and I do urge people to to vote below the line. Uh, so not just because I'm just a politics nerd, but because it, it does have a, a much bigger impact in Victoria if you vote above the line, because it kind of means the the parties get to decide where your preference vote goes. 
um, as opposed to you know yourself if you go below the line. So you could just put one number in. You can just put one number in above the line. But um, if you're adding below the line, how many? How far do you have to uh, go? You have to go to five. Well, that's not too um, too much. Which isn't too much. No. And then beyond, you can do as many as you want. Beyond yeah. that, you could do all. 60, 80 <laughs> names if you wanted I to. I got so. to about 25 before I went. Well I, 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 I'd lost track of <laughs> yeah, It's confusing. I wonder how many people do um, number more. I'd be so, I guess they'd be following a um, maybe one party's suggestion or something because it would be hard to know all, every candidate, wouldn't it? Yes, and that's part of what I, I try to do with the, uh, the upper house kind of voting guide, which is in today's paper. It's you know, been reprinted. Um, that kind of gives you a, a few sentences about what each party stands for. Um, so, yeah, that, that's also online, obviously. It's it's free. It's outside the paywall. So, um, you know, it'll go up on social media again. And you um, had a, um, a forum last week, which I believe you hosted. I did. I'm sorry I wasn't there. I was travelling literally driving back from Sydney at that time. Unforgivable, I, Terry. I can't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> I could have, I suppose, left earlier in the day. But I did have a family member there who said you were very... Um, very amusing. Oh, <laughs> I um, yeah, tried to bring a bit of brevity to it, but it was, yeah, um, an interesting experience, that's for sure. But possibly not as much, uh, you know, um, uptake as you would have liked. No, and I think part of that was, um, you know, the fact that it was, um, you know, that there's not been as much engagement because mm, we, just had, we just had these floods. Everyone's yes. kind of stressed and tired and yep. doesn't have the energy to deal with it. And then also that was the, the first couple of days of the roadworks in Shepparton, ah, which yes. have been causing havoc, um, to put it mildly, yes. for, for peak times. And that's, you know, been sinkholes the other <laughs> Yeah, sinkholes and, oh, it's just been a mess. You know, we thought potholes were bad enough and now we're getting sinkholes. <laughs> So, yeah, that's been a point of contention this week where councils had to come out and apologise for it. But, you know, they, they've said, you know, no, we're locked into doing it. This is government obligation. This is when we have to do it. But Susanna, she's not letting them off no, the hook. No, she's gone, above, like, gone over their heads and said, no, well, I'm going to ask the Department of Transport to order you to shut them down because this is a bit much. Which do you think she would do that if, if we weren't in an election I, campaign? I don't know. It's very <laughs> combative and not quite Yeah, her not, style, not her usual but, style, no. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that that's... An issue that, that she's running with, you know, this close to the election, and you know, it, she, you know, the traffic is not good, and you know, the four months of it will will not be ideal. But you know, as Watt Road reopens, that will alleviate some pressure. McCoy's Bridge reopened this week um, up near Nathalia, which was um, which was good to see. So not not completely open. Trucks still can't go across it, um, but. Yeah, it's just kind of been a perfect storm for the first couple of weeks of those roadworks, and I'd hope I'd like to think that. The rest of the roads opening up would help, but it's it's hard to know for sure. What else has been happening that's not at all related to the um, election, Max? World Cup, Garan Quall. Yes. Made his World Cup debut at he 18, did. the ninth youngest player of all time from any country to make the World Cup debut. The youngest ever for Australia um, came on at about the 70th minute um, for Australia against 70 France. out of 90? Sorry? 70 out of 90? Yes. Um... And, yeah, you could probably hear the cheers all across Shepparton at, at about 7.30 on, what morning was it? Wednesday, maybe. Wednesday morning, sounds yep. about right. Um, yeah, just incredible to, to see, you know, his rise has continued. He, you know, Australia were not doing all that well at the point that he came no, we were down for one already. Yeah, after, a, you know, an eighth-minute goal that, that lit the country alight, we kind of 
conceded four in a row and didn't mm. look all that good or attacking or... Yeah, they've been um, criticised a bit, haven't they? Yeah, which, I don't know, that's, that's a conversation probably for a sports morning radio show. Yeah, I mean, um, I wouldn't, I, and I'm not in a position knows. to judge, but, I mean, you know, we're all saying, bring Garang on before he was brought on. So, yeah. um, But you don't want to put all that pressure for... No, and he, you know, did, did a few team. nice things, but, you know, the, the real party will be um, Saturday night, tomorrow night, when, you know, I'll be annoyingly tied up with the election when all I'd want to be is sitting down watching Australia play Tunisia and what? watching Gurang have another So that's on it. tomorrow night, what time? 9pm. Okay, might have to have that on in the background while we're doing the election coverage. Mm. So uh, what happens if they lose this one? So if they lose this one, I believe we're, we're pretty much out. Right. Um, you know, maybe we'd need a few other results to go our way, but it's it's. Do you know what our, cha- our chances to, are against Tunisia? I don't know much about the Tunisian no. national team. No, to be me honest neither. With you, I don't follow <laughs> no, football don't, all that much. Don't follow Tunisian um, football? <laughs> no, no, I don't follow the ins and outs. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, sadly, but yeah, so there we'll, we'll see how that goes. It's um, you'd like to think we'd be in with a chance. They're hardly footballing heavyweights, um, but Fingers again, crossed. they're. Uh, who knows? Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And that's the beauty of the World Cup. We saw Saudi Arabia beat Argentina. Um, you know, Japan beat Germany. Like, it's mm, it's, it's upset happen. season, Terry. And okay. let's hope we can get in on some of the action. Yes. Um, what else do you need to let us know about, Max, before we let you go on your busy day or um, last well, day? The election. other thing that will be happening this weekend, Spring Nats is returning. Hmm. <laughs> You sound enthused. But not going to go, no. Um, you know, you're not heading along and no. You know, breaking out the the bintang singlet and the thongs. No, I know there's a lot of people who are into it, so good luck to them. Hope yeah. they have a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's nice to see events still happening, and I imagine it brings quite a, a lot of people out of town. I I would think so, yes, and a lot of noise into town, which you know, my house is not close to the showgrounds, and you can still hear it very very clearly. The screeching. Um, yeah, a bit of screeching, a bit of squealing, some uh, some rubber burning, but I, I guess if they're not hurting anyone and they're having fun, then... Well, that's the whole point, isn't it, to allow people who are into that to do, do their burnouts or whatever in a safe environment. Mm. So, sure, is it not my cup of tea, not your cup of tea, but that, that's happening this weekend and it's nice no to see No cups that. of tea there at all. <laughs> no, probably, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm just maybe. kidding. Yeah, um, maybe a few drinks. But yeah, that's, that's kind of, um, it's been very very annoyingly narrow election focused and garang focused and we've also had um up online today and in the paper the team of the century for the cricket shepparton as well so that's been a, a feature that the, the sports guys have been working on for some time um going back through the archives and through the ages and chatting to you know some of the best to do it yeah in so you're into local cr- cricket that's a must buy i would imagine yes so yes yeah, certainly big supplement there out. Um, Separate feature on the team of the century. Yes, um, and also one last thing. Um, Daniel Webb did a well. We should have brought it up while talking about the World Cup. Daniel Webb had a chat to Shepparton's first ever Socceroo, Robbie Ennis, um, this week about the similarities. He actually, when he went to the World Cup in 1998, he shared a room with Graham Arnold, um, who's the current Socceroos coach. Oh, okay. Um, Thank you for and, mentioning that at the end. Um, yeah, <laughs> and you know, just an interesting chat talking about. Now, what he thinks about seeing Garang yeah. on the world stage. That was really nice and really interesting. Have we had any other Socceroos from Shepparton? Um, not I that I know of, but mm. I'm, again, I'm not the authority on uh, on that sport or on Shepparton's sporting history. So Fair enough. Um, but yeah, otherwise, we will have a live blog up and running on election day. So that'll be 6am. It'll go up with, with everything you need to know. So if you're... You know, haven't been able to pick up today's paper or you, 
you know, you're looking for, for a guide. And I'm, and I'm guessing... And you're also on air tomorrow night. Yes, yes, and hopefully we'll be talking to you throughout the night as well if, you, if you've got time. But I'm imagining the blog's going to be uh, reporting where the best democracy sausages are. I, there will be there will be democracy sausage content throughout and, the And day, I'm, yes. ex- you know, I'm a vegetarian, so I'd like to know where the, uh, you know, the vegetarian democracy sausages are. We'll, uh, we'll make a note <laughs> of it and uh, see what we can do. Uh, no doubt have people checking in with... Sausages. Hopefully, there are there are heaps of them because in the the May federal election there was a there were very few. A dearth, yes. Um, so it's a tricky one because schools, for example, they never know how many are going to turn no, up. exactly. So I guess yeah, you just got to have them on ice, maybe. <laughs> mm, or just yeah, make sure that if you want one, you get in early before they all go. So the tr- the challenge for me would be to actually have some cash to pay for well, one. Yes. I'm assuming you can't yes. f cost a democracy sausage. I, maybe, maybe. The, maybe you can. No. Let anyway, I guess that's just a reminder to everyone, don't forget to vote. It'll all, it'll all be over tomorrow night. Thanks very much for your time, Max, and look forward to talking to you again soon, uh, hopefully Saturday night. That was Max Stankamp from The Shepparton News. Thanks, the Shepparton Golf Club is regional golf's hidden gem. Right around your doorstep on the banks of the beautiful Goulburn River. With over a century of proud history, the Shepparton Golf Club features regularly in Australia's top 100 courses and is found in superb condition all year round. With first-class dining, entertainment and on-course accommodation, the Shepparton Golf Club provides its members and guests a prestige golfing, entertainment and dining experience that is rich in culture with a warm, welcoming country vibe. For more information on membership, restaurant and event calendar, visit shepherdandgolf.net.au and view our offering. Or call us anytime on 5821-2717. 1FM sponsor. You don't want to miss the Black Friday sale at 40 Winks. Buy online and save 50% on mattresses and 30% on bedroom furniture. That's 50% off mattresses and 30% off bedroom furniture. T's and C's apply. And if you're confused about which mattress to buy, head in store and our exclusive bed match system will find the right sleep solution for you. But hurry, the Black Friday sale must end Cyber Monday. That sponsors 40 Winks, Riverside Plaza, Shepparton. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency, offering the area's only all-inclusive capped price commission rates. That's right, capped price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831 6405. That's 5831 6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com.au. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.